You're now tuned into the Fully Booked Podcast with Mace, French and Pox. Enjoy the listen. Where to go? Tell me where to go. Welcome to the Fully Booked Podcast show with myself, Mace. Myself, French. Myself, Andrew. And right now, this is the book review, The Chimp Paradox, season 13 wrap-up. Who wants to see, wants to kick it off with their review? I'll go first. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go straight into it. So, Darwin enthusiast or religious agitator, the title of the book can lead you down either train of thought, but for further reading of the title defines the scope of what lies ahead. The mind management program for confidence, success and happiness is just that. A program you can refer back to in times of uncertainty and if ever in need of clarity on making decisions. <clears throat> As introdu- introductions go, this one doesn't waste any time defining what the book holds in its locker. Putting forward the most arched and prevalent questions we pose in modern Western society, attaining to hows and whys, then offering an oasis of answers to help identify manage and understand and improve life conundrums we face day to day, moment to moment. I find the best games we play in life are mental and this book could be considered a mental mechanic. I would go as far as saying no part of the mental psyche is left unturned. Every aspect is touched on even if skimply at times. A psychological universe is is introduced to the reader which may be considered confusing and at times overbearing. (coughs) So much to say you could get lost in this space. I find myself floating within the universe, not actually knowing what to focus on as the language itself can be confusing to the actual points trying to be conveyed. The journey is split into three parts, which seems simple enough. However, each part is like a separate solar system linked intrinsically with the language pattern throughout the book's universe. To say it fits into the self-development space would be an understatement and definitely has its place on the shelf. The author is a certified consultant psychiatrist, therefore his point of view is not only valid, but from a viewpoint of someone that has sat on the side of the table, where many questions get shot at him. Most likely, many of them the same, thus putting him in a unique position, not to only answer these questions, but also see the actual results of the many many solutions presented. For example, on page 7, in reference to your individual chimp, it states, (coughs) Having a chimp is like owning a dog. You are not responsible for the nature of the dog, but you are responsible for managing it and keeping it well behaved. Therefore, it's inevitable you're going to have some stress or situation in your life that may be out of your full control, but your choices will define the outcome, which is dependent on your perspective. The common thread led by the author is choice and control of that choice. You always have a choice, whether in a situation you've created or reacting to. For example, on page 133, the author states, you can either be a victim in life or you can be get on with it with a genuine smile. This is your choice and no one else's. Or another example on page 151. The human would like to be popular and gain approval by others, but recognises that you shouldn't be worried about what others think and you should not be concerned if others, if, concerned if others are unhappy because it is their responsibility to make themselves happy and not yours. Each scenario can be simplified to your own individual choice. However, on the contrary, and quite possibly another train of thought in regards to individualism, is the collective thought choices we find ourselves making. (coughs) 
Taking it slightly left, but something, but something that wasn't discussed through thoroughly was the idea. When we are in our troops, which is reference to our social circles, according to the author, is the collective decision making we allow ourselves to be swept up into without actually making an individual choice. For example, the atrocities of the large groups of people across history, from the Jewish Holocaust to current regimes on a slightly smaller scale, if not equal, just not reported on. It said that the Germans at the time fought collectively and not as individuals, so those choices would be made acceptable from a collective standpoint, which allowed them allow which allowed and allow these scenarios possible. However, I digress only to point out we can make our own in, our own choices individually, but not to disregard the power of collective choice decisions. <coughs> the informal style and simplicity of the language used for making an easy read. <laughs> makes for an easy read. However, with the introduction of different concepts, remembering what gremlins, or goblins, autopilots, chimps, humans, <laughs> computers and other characters are and can be overwhelming and confusing at times. If you put the book down and forget what each reference is or does, you could find yourself lost in space, of which I found myself at times. <laughs> the concepts are well-defined but easily lost as I found myself trying to comprehend in my own mind what the references was, was referring to. For example, the suggestion to exercise your chimp, then box it, then feed it bananas. Sounds random when writing it out and trying to explain it to a counterpart. I find myself confusing myself and telling them to read it themselves to really understand the concept which makes sense whilst reading it. Without sounding harsh, it could be a case of me not having a true understanding of the concept or it could be simplified more. The concluding chapter rounds up the book in a way which to me sounded repetitive it didn't quite tie up any loose strings per se, however, offers reassurance of what has been stated previously, with different scenarios and solutions, but essentially saying the same thing, which in essence did what most of good books do, which is reiterate the original point and drive home its importance. It's always your choice. I enjoyed the appendix information, which provides a scientific outlay of the <coughs> scientific outlay of the rhyme and reasoning to the actual model and concepts. It was seemingly left out intentionally to not put some people off who may not appreciate the scientific background of the model provided. It's rare to find as many illustrations in a self-development book as there, is, as there are in this book, in, in this one, which isn't necessarily, necessarily a negative as it aids with the new concept, concepts being introduced and even at times simplifies and clarifies what the model is trying to augment especially when explaining the two different perspectives of the human and the chimp. <laughs> there's many, to, there's many to examples. There's many examples to choose from and most are quite humorous, which adds to the simplicity of what is being explained on one being on page 48, where the inner battle and clashing for power between the human and the chimp is brought to animation for simplicity. There's no additional sources to dig into or refer to, which is something I like to look into where possible. But with it being simplified and a new model concept, looking behind the curtain can be dismissed on this occasion. So to conclude, the book accomplishes 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 the book accomplishes what it sets out to do, which is to help you understand yourself, manage your own behaviours with viable solutions and concepts that will allow yourself to be happier, confident and succeed if you so choose. With all that said and done, I would rate the book at 3 out of 5. It's a book I could and may refer back to. 
However, I have to leave the breadcrumbs and embarking on another journey through this psychological universe. Cool. <laughs> I was laughing there because listen to my first paragraph. I'm going to go next. Sorry, Pete. No worries, it's fine. Yeah. <clears throat> right, so Mace, get back to give his book review, yeah? Humans, chimps, computers, autopilots, goblins, gremlins, <laughs> troops. You hear those words and you're probably thinking script for a new Hollywood sci-fi. Maybe, but on this occasion, these reference words are all very important to understand the Professor Steve Peters book, The Chimp Paradox. Steve Peters is a consultant psychiatrist with over 20 years experience in the psychiatry field. He holds degrees in various educational disciplines and has worked with various top professional athletes and highly ranked professionals. <clears throat> the book itself is about mind management and, and each of those six key terms of reference mentioned, above, mentioned before play a pivotal part in not only understanding the book, but understanding us as people and are also possibly the key to unlocking why we behave the way we do, how and why we make the everyday decisions in life we do, and also how we can possibly improve not only how people see us in life, but how we see ourselves. Whilst there are a multitude of conversational topics the book throws up, which I could delve into in great depth, looking at the book from a position of providing an overview, Steve Peters is essentially saying there's a human us and the chimp us. The human side of us is logical and rational, whilst the chimp side is more emotional. There's no good or bad with this, and in fact, both are required in our everyday lives. Whether the chimp reacts to new or uncommon situations in a quicker manner than our human logical side, this can be good or bad. However, in most case, this can be good or bad. However, in most cases, if this happens, factual information and complete logical thinking may be skipped in the process. The book takes us through how we can slow down the chimp from reacting so quickly without logic and or reason, or how we can pre-prepare ourselves for situations that might occur, thus helping us to have more clarity in a situation of high intention. I think the key, <clears throat> I think the key point summary from end of chapter two describes the chimp best. And I quote, the chimp is an emotional machine that will hijack you if you allow it to. It is not good or bad. It is a chimp. It can be your best friend or your worst enemy. This is the chimp paradox. Right, what I liked about the book. What I, like the, what I like about the book is the way it's written. It's simplified. Professor Steve Peters is a psychiatrist. Let's not forget that. Therefore, there are words and terms he could have used in the book which would have been beyond the average reader's vocab portfolio. However, he creates an easier read. He calls our emotional side the chimp, for instance, whereas, in fact, scientifically, the chimp is probably known as our amygdala. Labelling this part of the brain as the chimp and using clever diagrams and images throughout helps the reader to recognise and label their own emotional element within them and I think engages with the reader more. I think it's always good as well when an author of this type of book summarises chapters with four or five bullet points at the end of each chapter, helping the reader to make sure they've understood the meshes portrayed in the chapter they've just read. An input in task for the reader to carry out at various stages of the book is a clever way of ensuring the message conveyed is installed within the reader. Like, Pavlo, like Pavlos dog theory. You keep repeating something, it becomes habit. What I disliked. It's going to sound like I'm contradicting myself here, but I think there may be such a thing as too much labelling. I have to remember the author is from a psychological background, but throughout the book, there's references to moons and planets. However, in actual fact, just state what it is instead of adding additional labels. I, the planet of shadows and the asteroid belt. This is just maintenance and well-being. Call it that. I get that Steve has created this psychological universe and the planets all have a role to play, but as, um, shit, what did I put? As I've often referred to before, I do prefer this, 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 simp 
this simpler life and just calling an egg an egg is easy enough for me to fathom. Why make it more complicated and introduce the moons and planets? Overall, I like this book. Any book where I can stop, reflect and think of scenarios where book's diagnosis would have helped me in that situation is a plus. On top of that, this book has given me more perspective on life and look at the holistic picture when it comes to what I deem to be important, a disaster, an accomplishment, a worry and so on and so forth. It's given me food for thought, but in a positive and enlightened way. For me, solid four out of five. A recommended book for those who want to understand themselves better and are still trying to grasp how to have better control of not only themselves, but the potential situations life may throw at them, along with providing perspective in a world which can appear to be unregulated chaos. Bow, bow. Good, good. I didn't get one of those though. Oh, do you know what? They're disrespectful. Do you know what it was? I just uh, thought when he did the what? bow bow, I thought. <laughs> And I took a punt. Air that clap still. And I took a punt. I was quite sure it was the yellow one. Air that still, because I didn't get one of those. What was this one? Oh, no, no, no. I don't need Solomon gigs. I don't need that one before I start. Okay. Um, I gave this book a four out of five, not for its compelling read, but for the growing impact it made. I don't know why I'm laughing. I'm still laughing at the joke. Um, similar to other books we've read. But contradicting my racing, I was very much interested for the first half because from then on, I lost a bit of interest because I understood the theme and main takeaway points. I think the book provides some sound advice. The use of the chimp, human and computer helps you understand your mind a lot better. The book itself helps providing rationale something not many people have in the middle of a storm or even in the calm before the storm. There were many examples using the chimp, human and computer, which helped with the, the theme of the book. From the notes I made, it made me think, from the perspective of the book, life is about controlling and having good measure of your chimp and allowing your human to experience as many things as your heart desires, as well as compute them. There were many, sorry, there were great takeaway points for me in how the mind works, scenarios, a similar book to Thinking Fast and Slow. Assimilating, but different to thinking fast and slow. The book became a little repetitive for me as it developed, but I think that was important as but I think that was important at times. Initially, I was unsure if I'll read it again, but after I listened to the author on Stephen Bartlett's podcast, I changed my mind. But also in listening back to some of our own but also listening back to some of our own material, where one of our guests, Chris, said, When reading the book, you often read yourself. So with growth and time, imagine with the content in the book, it will present itself much better to me. I'll definitely go back and read over my notes. I definitely recommend the book to professionals or people, professionals and schools. That's my review. Mm -hmm. No clap for that stuff. <laughs> nah. Oh no. <laughs> you set yourself up. Oh no, that's not what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I reckon um, from, from the sound of it, we've all got kind of similar viewpoints in regards to because we've all mentioned it being repetitive, but also acknowledging that the repetitive side of it is beneficial, as as I said, that mm -hmm. in regards to most good <clears throat> books, they do rep um, repeat the point that they're trying to get across. Yeah. Um, in regards to, I guess I know me and Mace picked up on the language in terms mm. of the the moons, the stars, the cows, the pigs, and <laughs> all the rest of them thing there. The, the, June. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is, is I get, I understand the, the simplicity of it, but it also can be um, overwhelming in terms of trying to recall which each one of them. So, yeah, rightly said, I think, Mace, with the over-labeling, but that's just mm. personal opinion anyway. But, um, 
Yeah, I gave it a three out of five. Probably, may, maybe could have three point five, slightly four. But I think what it was was the fact that I couldn't truly explain it to someone. The concepts originally, um, I found was kind of not to say disheartening. But if I'm reading something and I have a true understanding of it, I would I tend to be tend to be able to at least give a synopsis and give someone an understanding of what I'm reading or something like that. Whereas on this occasion, when I was asked, I just was like, genuinely, well, you better just read it yourself because all these moon stars and stuff, I don't, I can't really explain to you without kind of literally reading it from the book as we're speaking about it. So that's probably why it got kind of downgraded the mark from me. But mm. it's a book, I just gave it to my mum actually to read and she's enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I would recommend, I would recommend... Like referring it to people if if you are reading it yourself or want to get someone a Christmas present because Christmas is coming up and all that, um, I would recommend it. It's, it's definitely a, a decent read still. And the world can actually do with many people reading that book at this moment in time with the way, I guess, a lot of people acting out of character, if that makes any sense, and probably... What, acting and, before thinking on Instagram. I'm not even talking about IG or social media. I'm just talking <laughs> about in general. You know what I mean? As yeah. to just some of the behaviours, but mm. yeah, um, yeah. I, I wasn't gripped by the book, mm. and if I'm honest, at some points, yeah. And I remember this now. At some points, I wanted to get through it quickly, mm. but I guess maybe through reading it and just maybe seeing not myself, but seeing examples, like you know what? Actually, I thought this book is actually quite beneficial and very similar to fast thinking, fast and slow. Mm. Well, that was very boring, mm-hmm. right? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But actually, that was a very, very good book. Yeah. Like in hindsight. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the case with this one. Still. Yeah. Yeah. But you made a good point for anyone that wants to. That's out there. That yeah. um. You the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because I when I was when I was away, I just put it on. That was a good listen. Um, Steve Peters on Steve. Barlett's platform that was I actually a CEO, I think it's yeah, yeah and I said I bumped into someone who regularly listens to our podcast who's started listening to this season I don't know how far they are but based on what we said actually I don't know if it's I don't know if that far, if they're that far because I think we did mention a podcast that that um Steve Peter's been on the podcast at one point whilst we was doing this going through the book but I know that person went on they because they started reading this book they found the Steve Barlett part Stephen Bartlett podcast and they listened to it and they told me they have so and I think that's that's helped them to get more in sync with the with well, listening to us but also I think they're going to go out and get the book themselves do you know what? and I think I guess like what I've learned in the process like myself personally just like in writing a book and stuff like that I think it's important to I think oh, you know what? something I've really learned as well actually in this process is to I think obviously, I don't say obviously, but when you're reading a book, when you're reading a book and when you're reading a book out aloud, there are complete, there can be sometimes like different nuances, if that makes any sense. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's in your voice or anyway, but there are different nuances. And I guess maybe in hearing the author speak Mm. and maybe going in slightly different directions and maybe provide different examples. You know, some of the examples he gave on the podcast and some of the examples he gave in the book, yeah. able to marry them up and understand, okay, cool, I understand this a lot better. And also he was, I don't know, he had a, something a bit, it's a long time since I listened to it, but something a bit compelling to him, if that makes any sense, or maybe a little yeah, bit commanding. It was, a, it, was it was at ease, ease yeah. It was at so, ease. Yeah. I think, like, jumping on your point in regards to when you're reading and writing something, it's totally different. Like, even just, just writing this book of you, just, um, not just now, but previously, 
how I've written it is how I've written it in my head. But when you mm. speak it out, it's totally different like in the context of, of it being said. Because even when I've said certain things that made you laugh, in my head I want to kind of stop and acknowledge the laugh, but I'm still going through the, the reading of it. So being in the process of writing the book and reading the book, obviously they're, they're going to have a different experience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I definitely recommend the book. Um, it is a good book. So if something that you want to get or get someone for as a present, then I'll definitely uh, recommend Fully Booked Certified. Yeah, definitely. Like just even just finishing off, I was listening to, uh, there's another podcast, I was going to forward it today. Mm. I was listening to Sideman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What the plus four four one? Yeah, him. I'm talking about him. I know you're talking about. Oh, but not on that podcast. Okay. No, in fact, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, 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 listen, yeah. Listen, yeah. I was listening to him on. Oh my god, um, I forgot the name of the podcast now. Um, oh, Willis, was it? Yeah, 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 that's yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, very funny, but very informative. But like, not talking, not anyway. Away from the funny stuff, mm. I think he was talking about education as mm. to um, some of the things you do and don't learn in education. I think he was talking about being self-employed as to the things he never learned mm-hmm. um, in schools as to some of the things he does now. And I and I guess the point I want to make is that book, The Chimp Paradox, I think will be really important for someone young mm. to read who's currently in secondary education um, mm. and as to maybe just kind of form, not formalise, but kind of like compartmentalise and understand obviously how their mind works because mm. at that age you're moving mad you know what I mean or like I mean, you, you get to just yeah, anyway. no, definitely, so definitely. I think that'd be very good for them mm. slightly off piece but because you mentioned about um, what Simon said about him about having um, being owner of a business not really known um, as part of Black History Month a friend of mine was telling me that um, someone who he's friends with works for a solicitor's firm and they brought in Jamal Edwards to give a, to give a talk okay and one of the questions that got um that got asked of of um of Jamal was in relation to um what would have helped you at the beginning when you first started your business. He said, "Why the hell at school are we not taught about like um tax and especially when you when you're when you're um um self-employed, sole trade or self-employed? Yeah. Why are you not taught that in school?" He goes, "I didn't have the I didn't have a clue about it. It took me ages to kind of." get the correct things in place in relation to that. And no one at school taught me that at all. That was one of the toughest things. Getting getting that whole, my head my head all around, like corporation tax, all that kind of stuff. I just didn't understand it. I came for, I couldn't, all that stuff. He goes, it would have helped if that kind of stuff was just in school, whether people pay attention or not. It would just help still if you had a option. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Yeah. No, no, no. I'll see, I'm actually answering those things in my mind you know I mean as to why those things maybe exist but then we start going down rabbit holes and stuff like that but yeah that's a different different uh, show yeah <laughs> different different episode but yeah that's the book review I hope you've had fun listening to it and take time out to to, to, to um, pre the whole series um, we will be back with a new season very very shortly so keep an eye out and obviously stay tuned to all of our social media platforms peace take care look after yourself Oh, God. <laughs> oh, <peace>. <laughs> <laughs>